Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 68 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today's episode is inspired by the book, All Days Pass. All Days to Come by Mildred D. Taylor. Mildred D. Taylor is an amazing author. I love her. She's one of my favorite authors of all time. And you want to know why? It's because Mildred has the ability to make the reader feel present throughout the story. While I was reading this book, I truly felt like I was there alongside the characters, whether it be in the car with them while they drove from Mississippi to Ohio, or whether it be in their home, sitting next to them at the kitchen table, eating dinner. Wherever the setting took place, I felt like I was sitting there. That's how great of an author she is. Now, what also comes with that is I also felt the issues the characters faced. Now, if you know me, I love learning about history. And I love sharing it with anyone who's willing to listen. And yeah, I know. Some people feel like the past is the past and that's where it should stay. However, I feel the complete opposite. I believe that it's important to know where we have been in order to know where we are going. I will not be giving a review of the novel today. Instead, we'll take it a step further and we're going beyond the book. We'll be diving into the mass exodus of African-American people from the South to the North, known as the Great Migration. We'll also be discussing the ugly truth about segregation and diving into interracial dating and the effect that it has on many different families. As you know, here at Let's Get the Small Talk, we talk about it all, one topic at a time. With that being said, before we get into the nitty gritty, of American history. First, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is this. Text this episode link to one person on your phone. Just one person. It truly goes a long way. As you know, Nothing is more powerful than a recommendation from someone you know. So please do so and thank you in advance. All right, let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. Today, I want to talk directly to anyone who's feeling stuck or in a rut. I am talking to the people who wants to go somewhere but have stopped moving and doesn't know how to get started again. First and foremost, 
I want to be completely honest with you. That That's where we're going to start. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect and you are not a robot. You're human. You are human. Everything about you from the inside to the outside is human. That's just who you are. Now, what I mean by that is you are complex. Some days you will be great. And some days you will be motivated to get everything done on your checklist. And other days you will feel the exact opposite. Other days you will feel worthless. You will feel like you're wasting your time. And you will feel like whatever you desire will be nothing more than a dream. I'm here to tell you that it's okay to feel all of those things plus more because you are human. You are not going to be on every day, just like you aren't going to be off every day. Best believe, though, that balance will occur no matter who you are. But it is your responsibility And I'm going to put the onus on you because it begins and it ends with you. It is your responsibility to grab a ladder and climb your way out of that rut. And here's why. Nobody can save you until you have committed to saving yourself. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Nobody can save you until... You have committed saving yourself. So while you're down in your rut, if somebody stuck their hand down or threw a rope down and told you to grab it so they can pull you up with all their might, you won't budge. You won't go anywhere. You won't get out of the rut until you are ready to be out of the rut. No matter how much someone believes in you, It means absolutely nothing until you believe in yourself. That's the key. So here's my advice to you. And listen closely. If you're currently in a rut and feeling stuck, first, acknowledge the rut. Be honest with yourself. I don't care if you lie to everyone else in the world, but I need you to be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Don't trick yourself. You can do that to everyone else around you, but don't do it to yourself, please. Step one, acknowledge the rut. Okay? Secondly, accept the fact that you are human. Accept the fact that you're not perfect. Accept the fact that you don't want to be perfect Because you're already beautifully complex. You don't need to be perfect. You're more than perfect. You're everything plus more. You're human. Remember that. I need you to know that. Last but not least, when you find the willpower, when you find the confidence, When you find the belief in yourself once again, then start climbing the ladder one rung at a time.
move on your own accord. You will not move forward until you decide to take a step. Once again, you're human. Okay? Don't ever feel bad about having a bad day or a bad week. It happens. But good days and good weeks happen too. You got this. Okay? Don't ever forget that. You got this. All right? Okay. With that being said, let's dive right in. This episode is titled, The Great Migration, Segregation, and Interracial Dating. Once again, this discussion is inspired by Mildred D. Taylor's novel, All Days Pass, All the Days to Come. We're going to go beyond the book and discuss some things that may make some people feel uncomfortable today. And for others, it may intrigue them. Oftentimes, people only discuss these topics in, what, 8th, ninth, 10th grade, in history class, and then you never discuss it again, or you never do research on it again. Well, today, we will be furthering our research, and we will be digging a little deep. So first up, the Great Migration. One thing I know for certain about the Great Migration is that I am a product of it. Yes, I am. My family lived in Tallahassee, Florida in the early 1900s. My grandmother and her sisters made their way up to Boston in the early 1960s. The Great Migration was the relocation of more than 6 million African Americans from the Deep South to the cities of the North, Midwest, and West. This occurred between 1916 and 1970. The migration began due to the fact that there was a shortage of industrial laborers in the North, Midwest, and the West. So, with the promise of many opportunities, by the end of 1919, one million African Americans or black people had left the South by train, by boat, or by bus, and there were some with a few cars or by horse carriage in search of a better life. They landed in New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Toledo, Detroit, numerous places in search of a better life. The African-American and black population grew immensely. Many found jobs in factories. As you know, during that time, but the number one job was somewhere in a factory, slaughterhouses or foundries. Now, because the North wasn't all what it was cracked up to be, many African-Americans and black residents ended up creating their own cities within big cities, such as Harlem. Here's the thing. Even though segregation was not legalized in the North, as it was in the South, like it was literally legal to be a douchebag in the South. It was legal. It was legal. Colors only, whites only. Even though it wasn't legal in the North, racism and prejudice 
was nonetheless all over the place. Let's just be honest. Racism existed all throughout the United States. Doesn't matter. North, South, East, West. If your skin was a certain complexion, you were treated unjustly. That's just the fact of the matter. That's just the cold hard truth. Which is why so many African Americans were against the war, whether it be World War One or World War Two or the Vietnam War. You want me to suit up and fight for a country that doesn't give a damn about me. Seriously? You want me to risk my life just to come back and be treated like a second class citizen? You want me to risk my life just to be told I have to sit in the back of the bus or enter a restaurant through the back door? Or sometimes not even be allowed in the restaurant, period. Only takeout was available. The hypocrisy is truly insane. For the people who did remain in the South, they despised the Jim Crow laws. But at least they could see the racism up front instead of in the North where it was covert. Since we're here, let's talk about it. Segregation. Everybody knows what it is, so it's no need for me to sit here and state the obvious and be redundant. However, it is important to note that our labor was accepted. Our money was accepted. Our entertainment was accepted. Yet, we weren't. You didn't mind selling food to us. We just couldn't sit at the counter. You damn sure didn't mind listening to Chuck Berry or Ella Fitzgerald sitting in the front row. Screaming their lyrics, singing their lyrics, dancing to their lyrics. Or watching Bill Russell or Jim Brown play. Cheering them on. Rooting for their team. And hoping that they bring your team a championship. You enjoyed what we could do for you. And that's about as far as the invitation went. Let's just be honest. Can we just have an honest conversation, please? Please. That's all it was. You enjoyed what we could do for you. Not to mention the lust for African-American women. As you can imagine, there were plenty of closet lovers. Plenty. Speaking of such, let's talk about interracial dating. Now, listen, as you can imagine, with everything I said thus far, I want you to take a second and think about the uproar that must have been caused when an African-American and a Caucasian were caught together. African-American men were lynched, shot, or even beaten to death for being with the Caucasian woman. I mean, hell, look at the case of Emmett Till. Emmett Till was a 14-year-old African-American boy who was beaten to death 
for allegedly flirting with a Caucasian woman. You know, there was a time when if you were walking on the same sidewalk as a Caucasian person, you had to get off and let them pass by. And then you could get back on the sidewalk and continue walking. Can you believe that? I can. I can. Absolutely. You know what? I want you to take a guess at something. I want you to guess. What year do you think interracial dating became legal in all 50 states? What year do you think? Aha! If you guessed 1967, then you, my friend, have just won 1,000 bonus points. But how about this? There are some people till this day that will still stare or shake their head at someone else's relationship. There are some people when they see an African-American with a Caucasian, it makes them sick to their stomach. Now, majority of it is pure ignorance. Let's just call it for what it is. Okay? We're being honest today. Majority of it is pure ignorance. And the rest of it, which you can't ignore, is history. You cannot ignore the foundation that this country was built on. I'm sorry. From slavery to segregation, we're still learning how to get along with one another. In 2021, it's just the truth, guys. We're being honest. We're being honest. Do we tolerate each other? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do tolerate each other. Now, out of that, how many people actually care about each other? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Is there some genuine people out there? Absolutely. But can we just be honest? Is a lot of it just toleration? Yes, it is. I'm not saying that there's hatred in your heart just because you could tolerate someone. You can tolerate someone. You can be around someone and not care for them. Because you don't understand them. Because your realities are two different realities. That's fine. You don't have to pretend to care. I'd rather you not, to be honest. Because then that's where things start to get murky. I like things up front. I like things direct. Truth of the matter is laws govern the public. But no law can change what you feel in your heart. It just can't. Just because something is put into law, that doesn't automatically make your heart switch. That's what I'm saying. Can we just be honest today? Can we have an honest conversation? There are some laws out there that some people don't agree with. Some people don't agree with interracial dating. It doesn't matter that it's been legal since 1967. There are some families who don't want their children dating outside of their race. And there are some people who feel most comfortable 
with someone from their race. I wanted to talk about these topics today because it's important to know what we have been through in order to know where we are going. Granted, a few things have changed, right? We can drink from the same water fountain. We could go into the same restroom. We could sit at a restaurant table with our Caucasian or African-American friends. We can do that now. But we still have a long way to go. A long way to go. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to watch, something for you to read, and something for you to do. Because you deserve to treat yourself. So, grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is a movie on Netflix called Lovin'. Lovin'. It's on Netflix right now. This movie came out a few years ago, about five years ago. But what it's about is Richard and Mildred Lovin'. They were the plaintiffs in the 1967 U.S. Supreme Court decision, Lovin' v. Virginia. And because of the Supreme Court decision from their court case is the reason why interracial marriage has been legal since, hence, 1967 in all 50 states. So, check this movie out. It gives the story of what Richard and Mildred had to go through from getting arrested to getting banished. They went through a lot for each other's love. Once again, it's called Lovin' and it's on Netflix. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a book called Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred D. Taylor. Now, I recommend it before Let the Circle Be Unbroken. That was one of my favorite Mildred D. Taylor books growing up. And I recommended All the Days Past, All the Days to Come already. I recommend that you read the first book of the saga. It's about nine books in total. You know what? Let's start at the beginning. Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred D. Taylor. All right. Now for something to do. What I would like for you to do is enjoy this beautiful weather. Come on, guys. Spring is here. The flowers are starting to slowly bud. Get out there and have a picnic. That's what I recommend. When it's fair weather, beautiful weather to your liking, pack up a little knapsack. Get out there. Enjoy a nice picnic. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please send this link to one person in your phone. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I'd like to leave you with this quote. The legal battle against segregation is won, but the community battle goes on. Thank you.